What's up, everybody? Nick O'Dwyer back with you for another episode of the 10th inning. The 2019 NFL season is almost over. The Super Bowl is in two weeks between the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers. Looking back at this season, it really made me think of one thing. Lamar Jackson and the season he had, it got me thinking, who had the best regular season as a quarterback? And when I say that, regular season as a quarterback, I look at all the past quarterbacking seasons, looking at their regular season alone, rushing, passing, all of that. Now, why I look at regular seasons is because playoffs can skew that. You can be, you can have a great regular season and then get bounced in the playoffs early. So I don't want to let that skew anything I make, any decision I make. So I'm looking at the top 10 seasons by quarterbacks, only looking at the regular season. And another note before I get started, I'm just doing one player season per list. So for instance, Peyton Manning could easily be on here more than once. I don't want to put him on here more than once because I want to get a good idea of just who had the best regular season ever. So, without further ado, I'm going to get started with this list. First, I'll start with an honorable mention. That honorable mention is Y.A. Tittle of the New York Giants in 1963. He will be the oldest player on this list easily because the game's evolved. The game has evolved from more rushing to more passing. We're seeing players eclipse 5,000 yards now, something back then they didn't do, and if they did, it was very rare. But Y.A. Tittle, in 13 games, 3,145 yards, 36 touchdowns to 14 interceptions, that's a 2.57 touchdown-to-interception ratio, 9.8 touchdown percentage. Now, those two stats are really important for me, touchdown-to-interception ratio and touchdown percentage and interception percentage, because... Those last two show, based off how many attempts you throw, what's your chance of getting a touchdown? What's your chance of getting an interception? For me, it's all about efficiency when I look at the best quarterback seasons. You can put up gaudy numbers, all of that, but if you're not efficient, it doesn't really matter. So, why a title, honorable mention, I just couldn't see an actual reason to put him on here, but he helped revolutionize what we're seeing now. So, he's an honorable mention for me. Now we get into the list. Starting at number 10, Kurt Warner in 1999 for the St. Louis Rams. His second season at 28 years old in 16 games, 4,353 yards, 41 touchdowns to 13 interceptions. That's a 3.15 touchdown to interception ratio, 8.2 touchdown percentage, and 2.6 interception percentage. Add on that, 92 rushing yards, one touchdown, for a total of 4,445 yards and 42 total touchdowns. That season, Warner led the Rams to 13-3, MVP, Pro Bowl, All-Pro. Kurt Warner, hell of a season in 1999. Backed it up again in 2001, but I thought 1999 was just a little better, so I'm going with that. Going to number 9. Dan Marino of the 1984 Miami Dolphins in his second season, age 23. Marino, first player to ever eclipse 5,000 yards in a season. In 16 games, Marino had 5,084 passing yards, 48 touchdowns to 17 interceptions. That right there, 
is the reason I put him so low. Just a 2.82 touchdown to interception ratio. Yeah, he had a 64.2 completion percentage, the lowest out of any player on this list. And yes, that means something to me, but not enough. That's why I'm not saying those as an important statistic. But 2.82 touchdown to interception ratio, 8.5 touchdown percentage, and a 3 interception percentage. He got negative 7 rushing yards that season. He didn't run the ball. Shocker. So, 48 total touchdowns, led the Dolphins to 14-2 that season. MVP, Offensive Player of the Year, All-Pro, and Pro Bowl. Marino's 84 season, one of the best ever. He's got to be on here. At number 8, we go 10 years in the future from 84 to 1994. Steve Young of the San Francisco 49ers. In 16 games, Young, 3,969 yards, 35 touchdowns to 10 interceptions, that's a 3.5 touchdown to interception ratio, 7.6 touchdown percentage, 2.2 interception percentage. Those are those are good. They're not bad whatsoever. But why are why do I have him above Marino and Warner? Well, 293 rushing yards, not great, but seven rushing touchdowns to add to that. That's 4,262 total yards, 42 total touchdowns. Led the 49ers to a 13 and 3 season. MVP, Pro Bowler, and an All-Pro that season. That's what gives Steve Young the edge for me over Marino and Warner season. Going on to number 7, I have Matt Ryan of the 2016 Atlanta Falcons. Matt Ryan, been a very consistent player in his career, never put great numbers up, and he put big numbers up, but even these, not fantastic, but they're gaudy, they're up there. In 16 games, 4,944 yards, 38 touchdowns to 7 interceptions. That right there is the reason he's on this list. A 5.43 touchdown to interception ratio while putting up those numbers. 7.1 touchdown percentage, not great. 1.3 interception percentage, fantastic numbers right there. Add on that, 117 rushing yards for a total of 5,061 total yards. MVP, Offensive Player of the Year. Pro Bowl and All-Pro that season. 2016 season special for Matt Ryan, who's always had an offensive team, but this season he really put something special. He's on this list. At number six, this is my most controversial pick because it just happened this season, and we still have people out there not really hating, but debating whether Lamar Jackson will actually be a good quarterback or not. But if this season proved anything, he'll get there. Lamar Jackson of the 2019 Baltimore Ravens, age 22, in his second season, played 15 games, 3,127 passing yards. Well, that's not special at all. 36 touchdowns to 6 interceptions, a 6 touchdown to interception ratio. That's great. 9% touchdown, 9 t- 9.0 touchdown percentage. That's very good. 1.5 interception percentage. That's very good. Add on that, the record for rushing, passing Michael Vick's 2006 season with 1,206 rushing yards, 7 touchdowns. He has 4,333 yards and 43 total touchdowns. Led the Ravens to a 13-2 record. Potential MVP, potential Offensive Player of the Year, at least going to be one of those. I'm saying MVP, a Pro Bowler and an All-Pro. 
looking back at it, this will be a historic season for Lamar Jackson. This will be one of the greatest seasons by a quarterback ever. And that's why I had to put it on this list. That's why it ranked higher than maybe a lot of people would think. Because looking back at it, this was a historic season with what Lamar Jackson did. So he's at number six. Now we get into the top five. At number five, I have the only player on this list who did not win an MVP. That's Drew Brees in 2011 for the New Orleans Saints. And the reason he didn't win an MVP, that player will be later on in the list. But this season for Drew Brees, 16 games, 5,476 passing yards, the record at the time, 46 touchdowns, 14 interceptions, a 3.29 touchdown to interception ratio, 7.0 touchdown percentage, 2.1 interception percentage. Add on that 86 rushing yards, one touchdown. He has the most total yards in a season, 5,562 total yards, 47 total touchdowns, led the Saints to a 13-3 record, offensive player of the year, and a pro bowler. He might not have won MVP, but he deserves a spot on this list. Moving to number four, we have the more traditional quarterback who's the future of the league right now with Lamar Jackson. That's Patrick Mahomes from the 2018 Kansas City Chiefs in his second season at age 23. Mahomes in 16 games, 5,097 passing yards, 50 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, 4.17 touchdown to interception ratio, 8.6 touchdown percentage, 2.1 interception percentage. Add 272 rushing yards, two touchdowns. That's a total of 5,369 yards, 52 total touchdowns. Led the Chiefs to a 12-4 record. The MVP, the Offensive Player of the Year, Pro Bowler and All-Pro, Mahomes' season last year and Jackson's season this year. Some of the best, not only second-year quarterbacks have put up, but quarterbacks have put up in general for a season. They wholeheartedly deserve to be on this list. Mahomes, I just couldn't see a reason to put top three, though. Other than these three players, he had the best season. But these three players, you'll see when I get into them, you can't really get much better than this. And I know you know who these players are. It's just a matter of what order are they in. At number three, Tom Brady of the 2007 New England Patriots, age 30. In 16 games, 4,806 yards, 50 touchdowns, 8 interceptions, 60... 6.25 touchdown to interception ratio, 8.7 touchdown percentage, a 1.4 interception percentage. Add 98 rushing yards, two touchdowns for a total of 4,904 yards, 52 total touchdowns. Oh yeah, and he led the Patriots to 16 and 0 that season. MVP, Offensive Player of the Year, Pro Bowler, All Pro. He's up there. He's number three all time. Now we're getting into the top two, and the top two was very tough for me. I could have flipped these two around, and I did a number of times. But at number two, I went with Aaron Rodgers and the 2011 Green Bay Packers. Now, when you see his statistics, you'll say, how is this not number one? And again, I had a hard time figuring out which one would be better. This was up there for a little bit, but at the end, I decided to go with the other one. Aaron Rodgers in 15 games, 4,643 yards, 45 total touchdown, 45 touchdowns, six interceptions, 7.5 touchdown to interception ratio. That's the highest of any player on this list. A nine percent, a nine touchdown percentage, 1.2 interception percentage, 
add 257 rushing yards, three touchdowns, that's 4,900 total yards, 48 total touchdowns, led the Packers to 14-1 in his play. MVP, Pro Bowler, All-Pro, didn't win Offensive Player of the Year because Drew Brees obviously won that season, but Aaron Rodgers, one of the best seasons, not only of recent memory, but that we've ever seen from the quarterback position. But not good enough for me to pass this number one guy, that's Peyton Manning. Now, which Peyton Manning are we seeing? Well, we're going to see the 2013 Denver Broncos. Yes, 2006, 2004. He put up great numbers with the Colts. I don't think he passed the 2013 Broncos, though. In 16 games, Manning, 5,477 yards, 55 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, a 5.5 touchdown to interception ratio, 8.3 touchdown percentage, 1.5 interception percentage. Now, he had negative 31 rushing yards, one touchdown rushing, so 5,446 total yards, 56 total touchdowns, led the Broncos 13-3, MVP that season, Offensive Player of the Year, Pro Bowl, All-Pro. And obviously with Manning up there, you can see partly why I didn't add the playoffs, because he wouldn't be as high if you added the playoffs. A lot of these guys wouldn't be as high if you added the playoffs. That's why I kept it strictly to the regular season. But there you have it. There's my list. And I know not everyone is going to agree with this at all. So let me know down in the comments section who you guys think had the best individual season at the quarterback position in NFL history. It could be players of old. It could be more recent players. Just let me know down in the comments section. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe this video for Nick O'Dwyer and the 10th inning.